What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. What's up, everybody? Uh, Welcome back to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I'm here with podcast extraordinaire, Christina Scott. Cool. I just said, let me do the intro. (laughs) She didn't know what was coming. (laughs) I should have known what was coming because... There's, it's, you've done silly voices. There's always you've a done, bowl full of ridiculousness waiting. Ridiculosity. Yes. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> so we're excited to be in episode two and uh, in this series, uh, Out of Context. Uh, this time, we're going to be looking at one phrase that's non-biblical-ish. Um, Ish, right. Ish. Um, it, it kind of gets drawn from scripture and, and, and turned into something else. Another one that is clearly stri- scriptural, but it's taken out of context. Wildly out of context. So this first one that we're going to talk about today is God helps those who help themselves. How many of you, show of hands, have had an uncle who said that to you? Oh, guys, people said amen. Right. <laughs> um, and then the other is I can do all things through Christ. Um, and that is obviously just Tim that Tebow is 413 right? <laughs> Tim Tebow 413 um, but that's not the entire scripture but that is directly taken from scripture so um, yeah let's start with God helps those who help themselves not just because it's listed first in my notes yeah I I think this is an interesting one I, the more I started thinking about this phrase the more I was like Man, this has all kinds of interesting conversation points around um, economics mm-hmm. and like right. politics and sociology and psychology because I think what's embedded in this God helps those who help themselves is, um, one, we can read the scripture where I believe this is drawn from and kind of turned into something else. Um, but I think it, it, there is all these ologies mm-hmm. <laughs> um kind of summed up in in here um and so we'll we'll read it in second thessalonians and then kind of unpack a little bit more where i think this can go from a political and economic standpoint so yeah so second thessalonians chapter 3 verse 10 i'm reading esv today that says for even when we were with you we would give you this command if anyone is not willing to work let him not eat and Paul, Paul there is is doing a number of things in this in this passage. Um, for for one, he's he's really showing that hey, like we we're not trying to to get money from you. <laughs> like we're we're not like after trying to to make ourselves rich here. Um, we 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 think the standard for um, for Christian faith is should really be hard work. Right. That right. should be without without question. Well, and I think we see that right away. Like God gave Adam a job. Right. He didn't just create him and go, cool, see you later. Yeah. He was he put him to work. He was like, hey, yeah. I mean, the work was awesome, but yeah. he did put him to work. And and he says, like, follow our example. Like we weren't sitting around on our hands. We were we were busy. We were about work. Um, we weren't trying to to get, you know, handouts. Mm-hmm. And when we think about like why is this in scripture? Well, 
it, it, what kind of witness do we have in the community if we're just a bunch of like mooches who are right. like, we're all going to, you know, live on the land and, you know, just kind of take handouts and, and whatever. No, like God's people should be hardworking, yeah. I think is is the heart that Paul is trying to communicate here yeah. that, hey, we, we need to be hard workers. We need to be examples in our community mm-hmm. of of working you know, with our lives. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is like you were saying, even just thinking about it financially, like Paul did a lot of fundraising. Yeah. And so it wasn't just like, Hey, we're not, I'm not doing anything with regard to this and just like amassing a tremendous amount of money. And and the next verse, like verse 11, really, I mean, when you look at context immediately, you begin to look at the verses around it as (laughs) you should. Yeah. And so verse 11 says, we hear that some of you are idle and disruptive. This I love how happens. that's an and there. Yeah. Because we've heard Absolutely. that, like, idle hands are the devil's plaything, right? That's another one of those um, cultural yeah. idioms. Yeah. Um, but And that's where we get, like, okay, well, if you've got nothing to do, like, what did, please tell me that in the restaurant business you heard, if there's time to lean, there's time to clean. <laughs> <laughs> because what kind of boss I, would I have if they didn't say <laughs> if that? If they didn't say if there's time to lean, there's time to clean. Um, that's this idea that there nothing good comes out of laziness. Like yeah. nothing good comes out of the that idle and disruptive. So I think that's where this whole idea God helps those who help themselves. Somebody may correct me and say, "Hey, no, this actually probably came from this or this." Sure, sure. Um, but I, I think there's a lot there, and, and it, I think it prompts some interesting questions. Um, here, like, is God a capitalist or is he a socialist? Um, right? You gotta gotta work, or or is, is he just kind of handing out? Uh, should everybody be equal? Is he a communist? And um, it, it's interesting that this phrase uh, around, you know, he doesn't, you know, who, who if he doesn't work, he doesn't eat, got used in like Soviet Russia mm. um, to kind of have people at work and being a part of the system. It was something that John Smith in Jamestown utilized when their kind of communist uh, underpinnings were uh, kind of falling apart. And he was like, this isn't going to work. We need people to be like help um, and not just have equal pay around here. But like hard work is, is something that, that's good for our society right? You know, for each person working. And so I think when we wrestle with that, that passage, we and as we understand what the context is there, we also have to zoom out and understand the context of Scripture and the totality of Scripture. Yeah. I think um, hearing God helps those who help themselves sounds like there's a way to work yourself into God's good graces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that there is a way to work yourself onto heaven. 100%. And that you're going to be able to, like, God will help you so long as you take the first step. And we see very blatantly, even in our last podcast, it's God who took the first step mm-hmm. toward us. Yeah. It is God who took the first step toward us. He loved us while we were unlovable. Yeah. He, While we were still sinners, Christ died. So this, the idea that God helps those, I think maybe it's because this idea that God only helps those who help themselves, mm. yeah. that God will only help those who help themselves. And that's just simply not true. Yeah. God's a benevolent God. He is. Like he is compassionate and he cares for the poor. Mm-hmm. And e- even those who, I mean, w- just showed up for the bread, <laughs> you know what I mean? At the, the feast of the, the multitudes. Sure. 
and he calls for us to care for the widow and the orphan and the poor. Um, you know, Proverbs nineteen twenty seven says, whoever is generous uh, to the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his deed. And so we, we've got to, what do we do with these two, these two passages and, and these, these texts that can feel like, well, what, which way is it? Is it that kind of there's this generosity or, you know, uh, and benevolence that we should live and that God is, or is it also kind of like hard work in that? And the answer is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, you, you get it. And I think oftentimes we want to just take one or the other, but we, we have to not simply hold these in tension, but um, let these communicate with one another. And um, I think when we read like the Proverbs and the Psalms, oftentimes they're in kind of two movements. Like there's like A, part A and part B. And when part a, like you don't, you, they're meant to be interpreted together. They're meant to be discussed and the conversation to take place among friends who are studying this together. And yeah. when um, one part comes out, you can't just leave it there. You need the other part. And part A kind of makes sense by itself. Part B makes sense by itself. But but what does it look like for us to hold these together and believe these and live these out that God uh, that we should be hardworking, and um, that is the call for mankind. That is good for society, but God is also benevolent, and we should right. be the same. And I think recognizing that we 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 can't understand the um, complexity of God and how um, he he just the fullness of who he is, but also recognizing like we live in a fallen world, and so what we see as work and what we see as um as striving and what we like what we see as all of these things what we even see as generosity pales into comparison to what god like his generosity and pales into com- in comparison to what like what he means for our work into eternity what our work in eternity is going to be is mm. glorious yeah glorious so like looking at it with an eternal perspective i think can really help us when we are in the middle and feel like we're holding them mm-hmm. in tension yeah. looking at things with that eternal perspective it doesn't it doesn't like wipe away the the like wrestling mm-hmm. but it does help us recognize um that we just don't fully understand right now yeah absolutely and, and the other one we're looking at here in this episode is the, the passage, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? So uh, we can go ahead and read that entire verse so that uh, everybody gets the um, the kind of, I guess if we back up to maybe verse 11, uh, well, verse 10, I rejoice greatly in the Lord uh, that at last you renewed your concern for me. You're talking about fundraising. <laughs> he was, right. He was being sowed into. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. And people were generous. He, he said, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. So what's the context here, Christina, that uh, Paul uh, is saying, I can do all this who gives me strength? He 
the contentment is not about circumstances. It's not about our happiness. Mm-hmm. It circles back to the <laughs> first episode, back. right? Yeah. It is not about our happiness. It is that we are, in fact, going through going to go through times of abundance and lack. We are going to go through times of hunger and 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 plenty. But if we are content in Christ and who he is and what he has done for us, the strength that we will receive from that is more than we can fathom. Bonus points. Boom. Um and this is an, one of those, it's like, this is like such a better message for our soul than how we would have oh, thought gosh. about this. Like, I can do this. I can. I can run this marathon. Right. I can. Or whatever. And like, that's fine. Like, you right. can do all things through Christ who gives you strength in whatever circumstance. And you can. So long as he's called you to it. Right. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to say this the wrong way. Like, this can be like used in many different contexts. But when we understand kind of the depth of the context here, I, I I think it's worth keeping it in context that it's about contentment. And that is something that we so desperately really long for. Mm-hmm. Right. Really long for. Not only do we need it, our souls really are just aching for contentment. Right. And we really struggle with it if we're really honest. Uh, it just takes like opening our social media scroll and – to the next person who's got a better body or who's got more money or seems happier than us or like you name it. And then all of a sudden I feel discontent about, you know, my hair or my, you know, figure or my income or my car, whatever it was, immediately discontent takes uh, a hold. So um, we really need this and that we can learn to live in this way that Paul says he's learned to live following Jesus's example um, to just trust the Lord in, in good times um, when there's plenty and times when it's tough that, that God's faithful through it all and that you can make it through it. We can make it through um, because of the strength of God living inside of us. Yeah. I think one other way um, as we wrap up this episode, one other way um, that I've heard this used out of context is when um, there are people who need who need medical intervention for a particular situation, and yeah. this is used as an attack on their faith. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's and so true. that is completely out of context. Yeah, absolutely. If you need to seek medical help, whether it's mental or physical, yeah. Do not let anyone take this verse out of context and belittle you or attack your faith. You don't have enough faith. Thank you so much for sharing this. Because this is not like not every addiction can be beat Mm -hmm. by prayer alone. Yeah. Not every, um, you know, not every hard time or healing's not always going to come through. You know, it's I mean? it's yeah. not God always going to come um, in one supernatural instant that finally you prayed the right words and the right prayer, mm-hmm. and now God's going to answer that instantaneously. Yeah. That is not how it goes, and so that's that's one other thing that I've I've heard that used out of context in this yeah. way of like, no, you can do it. You can do this alone. You don't need you know this intervention, and yeah. you just might. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's so good. So good. Well, one of my mentors, um, spiritual fathers, said, um, God hasn't called us to be stupid. So 
I love that. So don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be stupid. Like, yeah. it, and people can use that, and we can make dumb decisions because we feel this kind of uh, theological manipulation here. Right. Right. Unintended most of the time. Right. Someone's but trying to encourage it's you, but it's ill-informed uh, because it's yeah. taken out it's of context. Out of context. And so. as your professor says, or used to say, or still yeah. says, Jesus is king. Context is queen. Let's remember that as we dive into other places of the scripture, maybe you're reading and studying and continue to zoom out, understand the context and go deeper. Uh, You guys know all the ways you can connect with us. um, And we uh, look forward to hearing from you soon and see you back for our next episode next week. Nailed it. Bye, y'all.